0: In our first edition of this series, there was a lot of backlash over what defines a serial killer, so let's clear that up. Despite what I recently researched, a more accurate description of what identifies someone as a serial killer is the following, the unlawful homicide of at least two people, carried out by the same person in separate events, occurring at different times. To break apart the classification, serial means consisting of, forming part of, or taking place in a series, and killer, well, we all know what a killer is. The last three cases we covered were argued to have been unidentified serial killers rather than active serial killers. This is strongly subjective, but to briefly maintain our stance, a serial killer who has not been caught, where evidence is currently being discovered, or the case is currently being worked on, the case is considered an active investigation, will classify the killer as active. We've read the comments and understand the argument. And with that being said, we've done some research and found more active serial killers in 2022 that better meet the audience's criteria. And here are their stories. Little Rock, Arkansas. Authorities are called to a home located at 2200 South Gaines Street by an individual passing by. They had spotted what looked like an injured person on the porch of a home. When police arrived, they discovered the man laying lifeless on the porch. He had suffered multiple wounds, determined to have been done with a medium-sized knife. They were able to identify the man as 64-year-old Larry Eugene McChristian, who had been reported missing just two days prior. The homeowner, who has since been ruled out as a suspect, did have a surveillance system in place at the time of the attack, which captured it. An unidentified man was seen heading north towards Gaines Street when he suddenly stopped and stabbed McChristian. He then walked away, doubled back, and stabbed him again. No clues to the identity of the assailant were recovered from the footage. Almost one month later, on the 23rd of September, a friend went to the house of a 62-year-old Jeff Welch at 4128 West 12th Street. Upon arriving at the home, he found Welch deceased on his front porch, with a puncture wound to his neck. Authorities were unable to determine if this was indeed an attack or an accident, but the autopsy revealed that the wounds were consistent with a homicide. No connections were made in the stabbings. Until April 11, 2021, 41 year old Deborah Walker was attacked at 1906 South Pulaski Street. She was stabbed a total of 15 times and was left for dead. Fortunately, she was located by authorities who were able to rush her to the hospital, which resulted in her surviving the attack. When she was questioned, she stated that she was walking in an area of 19th and Marshall when she was approached by a stranger who pulled out a knife and stabbed her without any provocation. Her description of the man is a young black male with a slender build and standing over six feet tall. With the similarities of the attacks, the Little Rock Police Department connected with the FBI, whose behavioral analysis team was able to build a profile of a serial killer. Less than 24 hours after the profile was established, A homeless man named Marlon Anthony Franklin was found stabbed to death at 2710 Wright Avenue, only a block away from where Deborah Walker was attacked. The profile was established due to the description of the attack provided by Walker and the CCTV footage being consistent. The attacks all happened between 1am and 4am against strangers that were walking alone. Police have increased the patrols in these areas and are offering a $20,000 reward for any information that results in the apprehension of a suspect. January 27, 2011, the body of 31-year-old Tamakiya McKinney was found in South Memphis at 2.15 a.m. near Mount Carmel Cemetery. She had been shot multiple times, which was determined to be the cause of her death. McKinney, the mother of two, had no previous arrest for prostitution, but corroborated by her family, was practicing prostitution at the time of her death. According to her husband, she had informed him she was indeed a prostitute. On February 20th at 12.05 am, a woman was able to flag down a police cruiser and led them to a body of another deceased prostitute. She was identified as 28-year-old Jessica Lewis. Her body was discovered within Mount Carmel Cemetery, the same cemetery that McKinney was discovered outside of, and she was also the victim of multiple gunshot wounds. February 24th at 5.45 a.m., officers patrolling the area around Mount Carmel Cemetery discovered the body of 44-year-old Rhonda Wells. She was shot to death. Not much is known about the victim, but it was stated that she lived with her grandmother at the time of her death, and she was also a known prostitute in the area. A fourth victim was attacked on February 26th at 7.30pm. The assailant had shot yet another victim, who was able to escape the attack, 26-year-old Katrina Peterson. After being shot in the back, she managed to run four blocks and hide. She was later rushed to the Regional Medical Center, where she has since recovered. Authorities had enough to build a profile of a serial killer due to the similarities between the attacks, the time they occurred, and the location in which they took place. On September 16, 2015, 25-year-old Juanita Gilmore was found deceased in a cemetery in South Memphis. Unlike the other victims, she had been stabbed and not shot. Investigators are undecided whether this case should be connected to the others, as time and location fit, but the method of murder does not. Recently in 2022, two women have been found shot to death in Oakville Cemetery in Memphis. Both murders took place within 60 days of each other and have not yet been connected to the string of shootings in 2011 and the cemetery stabbing in 2015. The police have declared the 2011 shootings as being committed by a single individual dubbed as the Memphis serial killer. The local community, however, maintains the position that this is an ongoing series of murders. This case will be subjective to the skeptic as the connections are drawn originally by law enforcement and as of late, primarily through the local community. Kauai, Hawaii. It's been two months and I still cringe when the telephone rings at 2 AM. I'm thinking, I hope it's not another victim. The words of Lieutenant Bill Ching, the Chief of Detectives at the Kauai Police Department, and his nightmares were justified by the slayings that took place in the early 2000s. April 7, 2000, a woman is discovered in a ditch close to Polihale State Park. She was violated and suffered multiple stab wounds. The fatal wound was to her neck. After the initial investigation began, the body was identified as 38-year-old Lisa Bissell. Detectives located some of her belongings off of a narrow road in Waimea, so it's believed she was abducted from there. Fast forward to the following month, May 22nd, the attempted murder of 52-year-old local, whose name has not been released, was reported to the police. The attacker approached a woman, who was working in her yard at the time, and abruptly blurted out, my name is John and I'm homeless. The victim pointed the man in the direction of her neighbor's home, where the owners were known to frequently let homeless people camp on their property. After making the recommendation to the supposed homeless man, the victim went back to her yard work when she was grabbed, the assailant broke her left arm and drugged her behind her home. He then violated the victim and after stabbed her in the chest with a knife. The knife bent after it hit the victim's breastbone, so he threw the knife and fled the scene. The victim was able to reach help, but grueling three hours later, she had crawled the entire time looking for help. A few months later, on August 30th, the body of another middle-aged woman was discovered at a remote campfire near Pakala Point Beach. The victim was violated, stabbed in the neck and suffered blunt force trauma. The attack was so violent, the victim's face was hardly recognizable. She was identified as 43-year-old Darren Singer. She lived in Maui at the time of her death and the autopsy revealed that the attack had taken place only 12 hours before she was discovered. The surviving victim was able to assist police in developing a composite sketch of the perpetrator. She was even able to assist in a lineup to hopefully identify the attacker, but she was not able to narrow down the lineup and officially make an identification. All victims were middle-aged Caucasian women of similar heights and weights. All were violated and were alone when they were attacked. A knife was used in every attack and each was carried out on the west coast of Kauai All of the similarities and additional evidence led police to the hunt for a serial killer. 10 years later, the murder of 57-year-old Amber Jackson would relight the terror in the community. She fits the same description as the previous victims. And more recently, on September 15, 2022, a woman who also fit the same description as all of the previous victims was found lifeless in her yard. She had numerous blunt force trauma type injuries on her head and body at the time of her discovery. Her autopsy was conducted on September 16th and no additional information has been released since. What do you think, do we have a very patient serial killer in Kauai? The local community thinks so, and the similarities are damning. It's not terribly uncommon for a serial killer to go quiet and become active years later. One thing is for sure, if you're visiting the island of Kauai, be safe. It's estimated by the FBI and other credible experts that there are 4,000 serial killers present throughout the US, with roughly 50 of them that are always active at a time. California is home to a whopping 1,628 serial killers with the highest rate of serial murder. Texas is a close second with 893. These videos aren't meant to scare you. They are meant to make you aware of the evils in this world. No matter how we progress as a species day by day, there will always be that small percentage of people who are a stain on society and always will be. Stay safe and be aware of your surroundings at all times and share this video. If not to urge others to be self-aware, you never know. Something in this video could lead to a tip or information that could help the investigators who are working tirelessly in these cases make even the smallest step towards finding one of these monsters. Thanks for watching and we'll see you in the next update.